doing here sir just remind the folks why are we covering melissa melissa mccarthy you all know her and love her from movies like the heat and spy and gilmore girls and you know all her awesome stuff that she's ever done but what you don't realize is she only really popped in the hollywood eye after the age of 40 and that's why we're profiling her who made it after 40 she was like 41 when she got her big break in a movie called bridesmaids yeah, and the reason we're doing this is, like, y'all, we're here with you. We're in our um, late 30s, early 40s, and it's really encouraging to hear that these folks actually had their big breaks later in life because I have the tendency to tell myself, like, girl, you're too old. What are you doing out there? Like, just give it up, give it up. But if this woman would have given it up, she wouldn't have seen a lot of the success that she had. But she had a lot of early training. Her roots go way, way, way back. So tell us all about that. Well, she didn't just, you know, rely on her amazing personality to get her to the next level. She actually put in the work. Okay, so she was in Growlings and stuff. That's like a sketch troupe that a lot of SNL cast members actually started in Growlings. It just kind of gets you used to, like, developing your comedic voice and, like, working with others and other cast members. And, and writing was a big thing. So she was in Growlings for a long time getting that muscle, developing that muscle. And from Growlings, she ended up landing this minor role on a small show called Gilmore Girls. You know, just that tiny little show. But I really love this this bent towards improv and learning that because there was so much physical comedy that she uses. And so taking time to actually learn that and just diversify her skill set from writing and improv and et cetera, I think set her up in this position to really take advantage of freaking Gilmore Girls, which sounds like a show that you would love, Rory. You probably binge it on the plane, don't you? So Gilmore Girls, there's the, the lead character's name is Lorelai, and for short, they call it Rory. And it was the first time in my life that Every time someone's like, what's your name? It's Rory. Oh, like the Gilmore Girls. I'm like, that's exactly No way. Like, yeah, Did that really happen? No, it still happens. Like all the time. Because Rory is the most popular. That's the most popular reference for Rory. He's a Gilmore Girls. I had no idea. Never seen the show. But I think she got that show through her friendship with the show's creator. Tell me if I'm off on that. But man, if that's the case, again, back to our point of always talking about networking and building relationships. I mean, that's freaking huge. I did not know that, but that's that, that's probably a thing. <laughs> uh, well, think so about made, what's that? Think about like putting yourself in a room with other people constantly who are grinding and working on their craft, like going to the groundlings and stuff. It is yes about learning, but it's also too about building those relationships that you have no idea who your classmates are going to be one day. Cause a lot of times we look at people for where they're at right now and not who they're becoming. So we make these judgments it's like, Oh, Paul over there, you know, Paul, nobody knows Paul, but then Paul could be the freaking next Steven Silberg and like put you in something and give you opportunities, but you are an ass to Paul. So you, you know what I'm saying? So like, you never know who the person beside you is. I don't know if this woman came from groundlings, but big break came from a relationship. That's why you should just always treat everyone with respect. Don't, don't peg your, Oh, I've got to be nice to that guy because he's going to get me this. Just be nice to everyone and get along with everyone. Be a team player. You never know. It might work out for you. But as far as relationships go, what you may not know is she is the cousin of Jenny McCarthy from the old MTV days, the Playboy mm -hmm. days, all that stuff. So Jenny got popular, I don't know, arguably 20 years before 
Alyssa did. So what I think that would do is like as if I had a famous relative, I'd be like, oh my God, I, I, I had Thanksgiving with that person. Like I know that person and they're a real person to me. It's not just some person I see on TV. It's like if they could do it, I could probably do it. That's a really healthy way of looking at it because I think my tendency would be to look at somebody and put all the differences between me and them. And I mean, obviously these are two very different people. So it's kind of like, Oh, well it must be nice for her as opposed to a challenge to myself of what you just said. She's showing me what's possible. But it could also work to your detriment if you look at it that way. So take Jenny McCarthy, for example, her history was MTV, Playboy, and so every role she's ever gotten has been sort of in that realm. Like mm-hmm. she's so she's been pigeonholed as that particular character. And if Melissa McCarthy didn't have the same upbringing or past, then she could she could create her own lane. She's she's got the flexibility to be whoever she wants, really. Yeah, that's actually something that I had here was just really embracing your own uniqueness. I know in the acting world they call it about your type. What is your type? Which some people are able to move in and out of those roles pretty seamlessly. But a lot of times, especially in your beginning, you're trying to figure out, okay, what is the role that I would probably be put in and really lean into that? And usually it's something that's really close to you. So I got really mad the first time we did like a little uh, analysis of me in the class because they were like, all right, what's Heather's type? And everybody came back with therapist and the mom next door and all that. And I'm like, bullshit. I don't want to be that. I want to be something like badass and cool. But then I'm like looking at myself and I'm like, well, damn it. (laughs) That's me. That's exactly who I am. I'm the girl who wears cardigans and tells everybody they need to go to bed earlier and drink their water. So I don't know, man, just like really being self-aware of who you are and what you bring to the table instead of looking at somebody else and wishing we had what they did. Exactly. Do you find that like, Take her, for example. I, I, when I got on board with her in her early break, when she was on, like, or let's call it the big break. Like, Mike and Molly is when she mm-hmm. came on my radar. I started watching that show. And she was so physical. Like, it's, like physical comedy is hilarious, right? To, to, for anyone to be able to move their body the way she does is, like, very – it takes a skill set to do that. Like, I, I would consider her, like – the thing that made Chris Farley so famous is the fact that he's like this large person who's able to be so physical in, in the way he'll throw himself on a table and like <laughs> break the table. You know what I mean? And Melissa was doing the same sort of thing. She'd throw herself out the doors and stuff like that. I don't know if it's like you just don't bruise easily or whatever. I don't know. I would, I'd be sore all the time. But that is sort of the, the lane that she carved out for herself. And from that, she was cast in, let's call it her big break breakout role in a movie called Bridesmaids. Before you go into that, I'm selfishly curious about this physical comedy piece. Obviously, you're a comedian. You've studied it for years and years. Is that a lane that people try to dissect and learn, or is it something that just comes natural to some folks? Like, are there classes on physical comedy? I don't think so. Well, you're a lot of help. Moving on. (laughs) In stand-up world, there's some people that just, like, intentionally put it in there. Like, Sebastian Maniscalco, like, every punchline he does, it's like a... Oh, yeah, like it's just it's like mm-hmm. a weird, you know. I think it's too much personally, but uh, <laughs> people who naturally do it. If you look at like the Seinfeld show, it's like Kramer is completely physical compared to like a George or Elaine, and it's just so it's got to there's got to be a natural thing. Natural and then once you see that it resonates, you can kind of develop it yourself. 
Now you moving on into this big ass break. I don't know what you're calling it. Breakout role. You introduced me to now one of my favorite, most favorite comedy movies of all times. I had never seen Bridesmaids until you told me to watch it. And I did. And Lord Jesus, your girl almost peed her pants. Thing is so freaking funny. It's hilarious. And so she played the character in that, that it's just, her character's pretty gross. Like she takes a poop in a sink. She leveraged the gross and, and really, she was like, she was like the breakout character in that. Like she was just part of an ensemble, but she was like the breakout person in that. And from there stemmed into other movie roles like, like Heat and Sandra Bullock and, and Tammy, St. Vincent, Spy, The Boss. Like it just, I think that created her movie career. All after the age of 41. All after. Yeah, I think the big takeaway for me is just finding your niche and excelling in it, finding your natural bent, and really being willing to stand apart from the crowd, almost even to like in a, in a very sharp left turn because she, she's not, she doesn't look like, she doesn't act like, she doesn't take roles like all the other women in Hollywood that you see, but everybody knows who she freaking is. She carved her own lane and she's like literally the only person who can do it. So she can't be replaced <laughs> because there's no one else who can do what she does. There's no one else who can do what you do. Do you feel all fuzzy inside now? Y'all knowing that there's no one else who can replace you. I hope this was encouraging. You can find us over on Instagram. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Rory, anything else, sir? I'm going to go watch Bridesmaids again. <laughs> go watch the poop one. Just fast forward to that because I know that's your favorite part.